Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Welcome back to another episode. I'm like, I don't know what I'm fighting. At the end of a cold slash pregnancy congestion. So if my voice sounds weird, that's why. But that's okay. It's not a solo episode, so you don't have to listen to me. So I brought on my coach, Kara Baroni, who I've worked with you. Someone asked me this the other day. <laughs> I keep track of how old Landon is. So a little over two years. So it's been a while. And I feel like as your like coaching has like transformed, like what I has have needed has transformed. But I get asked all the time, how do I manage stress? And I will have women say, I'm a mom. My kids don't sleep which I totally resonate with that, or I work three jobs and stress is a part of my life. And I get that stress is a part of your life. Like, you know, I wish we could wave a magic wand, but that's not going to happen. So I thought I would have Kara come on because she's the expert at teaching you how to manage your stress and giving you actionable tips. So We'll get into that, but I would love for you to share like how you got here because like you used to not be like this. <laughs> like not, not stressed like not stressed <laughs> yeah I just evolve as Leah needs it basically my career journey <laughs> whatever Leah needs no hi guys so great to meet you all so how I got here it was a long long journey so I've had my own health issues like big 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 time as I've grown my business so I before was straight up just business coach so mindset and strategy and then I actually had um, mold poisoning, which knocked out my thyroid, knocked out all my hormones for many, many, many years. So I get what it's like to not have a period for many years and feel like absolute garbage while juggling two jobs and my own business and moving across the country. So I deeply, deeply, deeply get it and how horrible it can feel and how you have to motivate yourself and like energize yourself just to get things done sometimes. So with that, my own health journey, I was always just trying to heal myself. But the funny thing is, so I don't know if you all can resonate with this, when doctors would be like, are you stressed? I'd be like, no. <laughs> I actually would say no, because I never thought it. I was just like, this is just life. And I always ran a million miles an hour. and was, you know, that high achiever. So I actually didn't think I was until really getting familiar with my hormones and getting them back on track. I was like, oh, wait, is all this anxiety stress? <laughs> I thought this was just normal. Like, truly, I didn't yeah. even think the word anxiety and overwhelm. Like, I didn't associate that with myself. I just thought that was part of life. So at that point, the doctors I was actually working with, they said, you know, you can't heal if you're in that fight or flight chronic stress all the time. And I was like, oh, so truly, then I went on this journey just to heal myself, do nervous system work. And as I did it on myself, I was like, this is what all my clients need. This is what all my clients need. This is what all high performers need. So I just get certified. And it's the deeper stuff. Like, it's the deeper stuff sometimes that we don't want to sit with. Like, why are we so overwhelmed? Why are we so anxious? So yeah, that's kind of been the journey, how I got trauma-informed certified, how I really got into nervous system and 
now how I bring that into uh, my own business coaching practice. I love how you say you did not think you were an anxious person because I think I was talking about this with Heather, who's also one of your clients. And we were just like, you just go, go, go for so long that you don't, you know, you, you get stuff done. And I remember telling you that sometimes I just procrastinate stuff because I'm like, I'll get it done. Like my adrenaline will kick in like two hours before it's due. Like I'm just constantly like going, going, going. And that was my life. And I just, you know, I was, I'm not, I would never identify as a stressed person. That was just like my normal was being really, really, really busy. And I see that a lot with clients and it's hard to admit. I, I I don't know if we think being stressed or anxious like is a weakness and so we don't want to admit it, but especially with high achievers, they're like, I mean, my life's fine. Like my relationship's fine. My job's in a slow spot right now. I'm not stressed. And I just never believe that <laughs> because if you're dealing with health issues at some level, you have to be stressed. You have to be because like your body, if anything, you have to be stressed about the fact that you have health issues. <laughs> like there's mm-hmm. something we just haven't admitted it. So was it hard to like admit that? I mean, it was for me. Yeah. I think it was harder for me to admit the anxiety piece. Mm-hmm. And then when people talked about high functioning anxiety, cause that's what it is, right? Cause yeah. you can do it, but you will push through it and it doesn't always feel good, but you'll always get it done. And that was me. I was like, Oh, I'll always get it done. And then I very specifically remembered this one day I was working at LinkedIn in San Francisco at the time. This is before I knew you. And I had a million meetings all the time. I was always running around the city and at one point I was standing there and I didn't have meetings for two, like an hour or two, but the, you know, like the butterflies in your stomach were going crazy. And I was just like, wait, what's going on? I actually don't have meetings right now, but I was putting myself in that, like, you got to do something. You got to do something. You got to go come on. Like, you can't just rest for a second because my nervous system said like, oh wait, resting isn't that safe for you, but you know, hustly sensations. <laughs> and so that's what it is. The more we are in these states, we all have like a home away from home chronic state. And most high achievers have that fight or flight state. And it's just what your system starts to be like, this is normal. This is where you're productive. You should just keep replicating this all the time. And so, yeah, I think the anxiety thing was more hard for me to admit because that has kind of that like negative connotation around it and stigma. And then I talk about it all the time now and more and more people keep coming out of the woodwork. They're like, oh, I really identify with the patterns. And I think like it's it's just wild once you really learn more about the nervous system, knowing it's always brilliant. It's always trying to keep you safe. Like that procrastination you talked about, it's a freeze state, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to wait till the very last minute and move out of survival energy versus like, oh, I have plenty of time. Let me get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wondered why I would procrastinate or I wondered why I would, you know, not want to do tasks. But could we talk about maybe some like signs if you're like, I have no idea if this is me or not? Because I know too, like off the top of my head and I know there's more. And this is not just like for people who run businesses. Like this is moms. This is anybody. If you have a life like this applies to you. But two big ones for me were like, anytime you had a down second, it was like, grab your phone, like anything. Cause like, you can't, you can't have a down second. Like you need 
whether it's scrolling or looking at the note section of your phone or like reorganizing the apps on your phone. And then the second I actually have come up a lot with clients as well is like even when you sit and watch like a movie or a TV show, you can't sit and watch a movie. Like you have to be eating something. You have to be drinking something. You have to be like doing a task, like writing something out. You have to also be like messaging people on your phone. Like you can never just like sit and like read a book, sit and watch a video. It's like, I have to do a thousand things at one time. Yeah. Yeah. Those are many of them for high achievers. And I think like, so I'll go into symptoms in a moment, but just to describe your nervous system state. So this is like your autonomic nervous system. These are the things that automatically happen. Like you, you're probably not thinking like, let me pick up the phone or, right. This is when Uh your breathing gets faster. So your breathing will be faster. Your um, you might feel your heart rate go up. So this is your fight or flight or sympathetic nervous system. This is the first one you go to after being in that like connection, groundedness, ease state. So you have this ease state, which is called your ventral. And then once you get out of that, you know, something happens or this again might be your home away from home state. It's again, fight or flight. So flight, you're going to probably avoid the things, right? That's when you're like watching the things, but you might be doing a million other things. Maybe the procrastination's coming in a little bit. The fight is where you'll have the anger come in, right? You might just automatically, your husband says something and you're like, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> you're like, yeah. five minutes later, you're like, why was I mad at that? So here is where you will experience also things are really fast. Mm-hmm. You will do things with a lot of urgency. I have to get this done. I got to get this done now. Oh, this to-do list is never ending. (laughs) Of course this isn't, right? You will be overthinking here and you'll have a lot of like self-doubt. Again, a lot of the fear, the anxiety might come in. This is where a lot of people are like, let me do my mindset work, but it feels like too much. Oh my gosh, I got to do the mindset work too. Oh my gosh, I can't do all this stuff. (laughs) So yeah, it'll create a lot of like panicky feelings too. But again, it's going to feel like you're always on and you really can't slow down. Everything is done with urgency. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this. That's like when you try and like affirmation your way out of being stressed (laughs) or getting stuff done where you just like, like, I'm a big believer in, in using affirmations. Like I have them everywhere just as a reminder for me to like check back in. They go off on my phone, but you can't be completely shut down and be like, I'm so energetic today. <laughs> like it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I mean, and that's a different state we can talk about. So that's like when you get into no energy and this is actually what happens with a lot of chronic health conditions and symptoms. So this is your dorsal state. This is your immobilized or shutdown state. So this is what happened to me after Go, 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 go. That's sympathetic for so long. I mean, my whole life. The straw that broke the camel's back for me was my chronic health conditions. And at this point is when your body is like, I can't take it anymore. And I'm going to start to shut down. And here is when you're going to get that brain fog. You get the indigestion. You can't digest food because everything's starting to slow down. Your body's like, oh, you don't need all these organs working anymore. And so this is a really gets, can be a really scary place. Like when you're saying like lack of energy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's knowing when you are throughout the day, really hypervigilant, go, go, go. Eventually, what it might be during the day or, you know, over time, you will go into that more shutdown state. 
So I think it's really important to know the signs of the fight or flight sympathetic so you can start to slow down and like shift them in the moment so you don't go, so you don't move your home away from home state from sympathetic to dorsal. Just a quick break to remind you that if you are not already seed cycling with us, you should be seed cycling with us. The benefits of seed cycling are amazing. They contain so many nutrients that are necessary for hormonal balance, including zinc, manganese, vitamin E, all of the good things, amazing for egg quality. And while seed cycling is not the end picture, like that's not all that you'll have to do to maybe achieve the things that you're looking for in your health, you guys, it is the easiest thing that you can do. So one tablespoon of pumpkin and one tablespoon of flax seeds from your period to ovulation, and then switch to sesame and sunflower. So that is one tablespoon of each of those seeds every single day. You want to be buying whole organic and then grind them before you eat them. The reason why you don't want to buy ground is that they go rancid within a couple weeks. So unless you know where your seeds are coming from, how long they were sitting on the shelf, they're probably rancid by the time you get them. Okay. So start seed cycling with us. And as always, if you want to make this even simpler for yourself, That is where Funkit Wellness Seeds can literally change your life. They are organic. They are certified B Corp. All of their seeds are like, they get them from the best places. And you can get them shipped to your door. So it literally doesn't get any simpler than that. And it's a subscription. So literally, happy hormone subscription box. I can sign up for that. Yes, yes, please. So you can get yours shipped to your door. Right now, they're only in the U.S. So if you are outside of the U.S., I apologize. But if you are inside of the U.S., take advantage of the flash sale that they have going on. You can use code Leah, L-E-A-H, 20 to save 20% off of your order. And you even save already on your subscription. So... I love seed cycling, but I will say that sometimes it can get hard to stick to because it's hard to find quality seeds and sometimes I forget to grind them and then I don't get my seeds in for the day. So Funkit Wellness makes it super simple. Literally, they're shipped right to my door. They grind them right before they ship them so I know that they're not rancid. They have certified B Corp companies that they get their seeds from so they're super high quality. They're organic. So yeah, I'm much more consistent with my seed cycling now, thanks to Funky Wellness. What would some like first steps be? Would it be like trying to identify where your home away from home is? Like, do you go to like flight? Do you go to fight or do you go to shut down? Like, what would those first steps be? Yeah, definitely to be able to identify. So as I'm speaking, if you're like, yep, that's me most of the time. To be able to identify your home away from home state is definitely first. Mm-hmm. And then second is to actually be able to identify in the moment or a few different times during the day. So checking with your body being like, okay, do things feel like they're all too much right now? Am I sympathetic? Do they feel really good and I'm capable, right? Am I eventual? Or do they feel really hard. The world is really gray. I don't want to do anything. Am I in shutdown? So that would be the first steps to be able to identify because unless you are actually starting to bring some consciousness to it, you're letting your, this nervous system literally operate your entire life. And you're just reacting, reacting, reacting versus, Oh, how do I actually take control of this? 
And when you are in this, we got, we talk about this from the health standpoint, like your cortisol is on a roller coaster, which is going to cause your blood sugar to go on a roller coaster, which makes your moods even worse because you're constantly in flux and your body, remember things is going to be eaten by the bear. And then your hormones, you know, your body prioritizes saving you over making sex hormones. And then when you're like, where are my sex hormones? It's like, well, we got to manage the stress first. And I'm hearing you talk about like, oh, like, how do I feel? My, my day's going bad, blah, blah, blah. And what I often hear from people is this. It's, I understand I need to manage my stress, but I can't do it at this time in my life. Like I have a really big job interview coming up. I have a really big presentation. My kids are like crazy. They're not sleeping, whatever it is. There's always like a reason why we can't do it. And then we use that reason to be like, well, this is why I feel this way. So first we identify and then, and then what do we do? So I also, I think this is such a, such a good point. (laughs) If you don't manage your stress, it will manage you. Yeah. Period. Like if we don't manage our nervous systems, it (laughs) will manage us. So what I mean by that, if you don't identify like, oh, right now I'm feeling really anxious. I know I'm in fight or flight and then do something about it, it will engulf you. Or maybe then like once you get too engulfed, then you'll be like, I don't want to do it at all. And that will, because you'll go into dorsal and you'll be shutting down. So eventually it'll be like, things don't get done and things won't be prioritized or it will get worse. So once you identify it, what I say then is manage it from the body perspective first. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is if you're like, okay, I feel so overwhelmed and so anxious right now. That's saying, oh, you're probably a fairly high sympathetic right now. So Leah knows I always say, oh, where are you on a scale of one to 10? Um, 10 being the highest. So maybe if you're just like a little aggravated, maybe a two or three. In this stage, you have a lot of energy. So sympathetic is I got a lot of energy. I'm mobilized. So it means you need to move your energy. So like I would actually just check in with your nervous system. Where am I? And then how do I actually move that energy? Do I go for a walk? You know, if I'm a high sympathetic, I might start running. (laughs) I might start sprinting. If I'm lower and I'm not too, too bothered, I might like just more brisk walk. So just knowing sympathetic, you need to move that energy. It is too hot. Think of it as like, you know, coffee too hot. So you really want at this stage to move it in some way, shape or form. This doesn't take long people. Like checking in with your body a few times a day truly can take 30 seconds Mm-hmm. So I think it's also knowing that. So that's what you do in sympathetic. If you're finding yourself in more of a shutdown, oh, like the world is really tough right now. I don't feel like moving. You actually, this is where you're immobilized. You have your body shutting everything down. So you don't have a ton of energy. So what you actually want to do here is add a little bit of energy. So this might be a really light walk. Mm-hmm. This might be going outside and just getting the sun on your face. Um, this could be light humming or like a really light swaying. So that are, that's really, really the main things to know. It's like, where am I? And then checking in with the energy level. Is it too much right now? Do I have a lot of energy it needs to move? Or is it not enough and I have none and I need to add just a very little bit? Okay, so this is really useful. You You need to figure out where you are and then obviously decide where you want to go from there. And something Mm -hmm. that I have learned that I find to be very useful is that like you don't always have to be in a good mood, you guys. You know how 
I think people (laughs) think that as soon as you start working on yourself or doing mindset work or managing your stress, like, oh, you, you should just be in a good mood all the time because now you have just like mastered your way to happiness. And that was a really big aha moment for me is that it's like, okay to just kind of like sit in silence and be like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then move, like identify where I'm at and then do what I need to do and then make a decision. Because before it was like, this sucks. You need to make a decision. And it would just kind of like mope in my mind and my body or whatever all day. And that has been so freeing, especially like I'm going to use the example of like DMs for for instance, because I feel like I get a lot of crazy DMs from people. (laughs) And before it would be I would read it and, you know, immediately like my chest would feel really tight, you know, like people are coming for me or whatever. Or I'm like, oh, my gosh, people need all this stuff. Like I can't do all of these things. And. I would feel like I could never leave a message on red. Like I had to answer it right away. Like I had to just make a decision. And so then I was making this decision from a place of not calm, not collected Leah. And so reading it and then acknowledging like whatever happened. And then I would do something about it, whether that was like, I need to go vent. I need to go talk to somebody. Um, do some jumping jacks. I would do a workout. I need to do something. And then I would come back. Sometimes this was four days later. (laughs) And then I would come back and I would answer it from a place that was like much more, um, mental. Is that the word? My, my mindful instead of emotional and grounded. Right. And I think like, like, this is such, such a good point. Cause I think anyone listening, you're probably going (laughs) to See when this happens in your relationships or with your children, that when people are messaging you, right, you feel like you're being attacked. Like, so again, your nervous system's going to go, I'm just going to go into either fight or flight. And so you just want to react most of the time. And this is when we get explosive reactions, passive aggression, (laughs) when we just react. Because in this state, your body is literally telling you to react this way. Mm -hmm. So we have to learn how to manage these because here, you, even your thinking is going to be either like erratic too much, like very kind of hot. It, it, your thoughts are different here. Your thoughts are different here. Your thoughts are different in dorsal. Like you can have the, the same project and think different things about it, depending on where you are in your nervous system within a 45 minute period. So it is so imperative. Like if your husband starts getting raising his voice or whatever, and you're feeling, oh, I'm going to react right now. <laughs> it's like your nervous system's going to do that, but it's probably going to be better for your relationship for you to go step away, do the things I talked about, which I call regulating tools, and then come back to it when you are grounded, because this is really the place we should be making decisions from. This is the way we should be operating from. Not that we're going to be here all day. Our nervous system, again, is meant to go up and down this ladder all day, but it's just so, so key. And especially if you're a parent to learn how to come into more of that groundedness, because also your child is reading your signals all day long and nervous systems match nervous systems. We mirror each other. So if you are in fight or flight sympathetic, your child most likely is going to grow up that way. And I hate to say this, but I recognize all these patterns was from, wait, when I grew up, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I just took it all on. I just soaked it all up because we can't regulate ourselves when we're, especially when we're really, really little. So 
I think having the awareness of this is so key. And like you're saying, Leah, like being able to just stop and move your body and then come back to it is I think one of the most important life skills that why are we not taught this when we're growing up? (laughs) And I, I think sometimes we think it's really complicated. Like I'm in the middle of a store and my kid just like threw all the stuff from the shelf (laughs) and you just want to like scream and you obviously are like, okay, I can't do jumping jacks in the middle of the store, (laughs) but there's other things that you can do. So I would love to like walk through some like real life examples for people to start like managing this. So let's start with the grocery store. This has not happened to me yet, but (laughs) I envision it sometime in my future. (laughs) I have not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, what happens when something happens when you're out in public like that, right? With your kid or I don't know, something and you, you have to obviously do something. You're face to face with this person and you're in a public area and you're just like, oh my gosh, I I can feel the steam coming out of my hair. Mm. Yeah. So I think sometimes, especially when we're first learning this work, like we're not going to catch it in the moment. So I just want to say that I think that's really important. And then maybe at the end of the day or even an hour later to go back even to that scene in your head Mm -hmm. and kind of regulate around it then and ask yourself what's going on. So I don't want to get too deep into it, but sometimes at this point, this is when, not to get into the psychology, but this is like when your inner child might be coming out, right? So this is when you might actually be operating out of a defensive mechanism or defensive part, which might be your seven-year-old. So you're like, (laughs) so this is why when a lot of people or things do get really, really heated, we act and operate out of these deep defense mechanisms. So I would go back two hours later and just be like, how old was I? Or did I feel when that was happening? Um, mm-hmm. And kind of just regulate around it then. So I would, I would say that first and foremost, you're not going to catch it in the moment all the time, especially when you start doing this work. But going back and then actually just kind of noticing like, oh, was this, was this truly like adult Leah on board? Is this how she would have reacted? Or was there something else potentially? Because our nervous systems just travel time all the time. That might remind us of an old situation. And then all of a sudden we are really, really activated or anxious. I'm going to pause really quick there. So for people that like have no idea what she's talking about, it's, it's like your subconscious is so, so, so powerful, you guys. So that's like why I I always love the example of a yellow car. Like if someone talks to you about a yellow car and then you see that Brandon model the whole next week. You're just like, wow, I never knew there were so many yellow whatever out there. And that's because it was brought to your attention and your subconscious was like, oh, paying, you know, bringing it to mind. And the same thing happens. Like if you had something happen to you, like, I don't know, it could be 25 years ago. It could be five years ago, but it, it left a, a big impression on like, I guess your subconscious or your, your body. You literally, if something like you feel threatened by something that kind of brings up that awareness in your body, even though you aren't immediately like, well, when I was three, this happened. Like you aren't, you aren't consciously thinking of that moment. Like when someone says something mean to you or whatever, it's it's your subconscious going back to that moment. And that's where that reaction is coming from. If anyone was like super lost with that. We just talked about inner child actually. When Dr. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dr. I was like, I don't know how much we want to get into subconscious, but if you notice you are triggered or activated and then afterwards you're like, 
I don't really know why that's usually what's happening. Um, another example might be like your partner's on their phone when they're talking to you. This happens mm-hmm. all the time. And you're like, this reminds me of my parents when <laughs> they didn't yeah. listen to me or didn't make me feel loved or whatever. And like, you might have no recollection of that, but you're feeling it. Cause it's like after, why is it a big deal? My partner is on this phone. So those are the kind of things all the time that you kind of got to check in with yourself and be like, Oh, like, why was I so activated in that situation? So anyways, yeah. that's the first part. So going back and actually checking it after the fact and kind of repairing it will help with the long-term gain of your overall nervous system levels. But in the moment, well, I don't think if your kid is <laughs> throwing a fit that there's that much that you can do. Like you're just, you're kind of in that moment. But again, if, if you're feeling really stressed and activated by that, maybe it's just, it's going on a walk with him after her. Sometimes I like to, this might sound weird, but not everyone might see you, like scrunch up your hands and even your face. And so it like helps you to release it. So if you can imagine, as you're listening to me right now, if you like really scrunch up everything, you scrunch up your your hands, your face, and that can just release some energy. That's really good if you also fall into a freeze state, like a procrastination frozen state, because you're like holding the energy really tight and releasing it. But at this point, I think anything that would move that energy, any type of walking, any type of like swaying, but you got to react in the moment. You're just going to don't beat yourself up over that. That is a really normal thing. Mm -hmm. Walking is one of the most underrated forms of exercise, getting in movement. 30 minutes of walking three times a week, that's it, can increase your sensitivity to insulin. On top of that, just getting in movement is so good for your blood sugar. And you know, I'm constantly telling you that you cannot balance your hormones if you do not balance your blood sugar. I need to get outside and walk for my peace of soul. (laughs) I just need to get outside. I need to get some fresh air. And that is why I really love the Walk Easy app because it combines the benefits of walking with your mental health. And I think a lot of times when you're stepping into anything to do with fitness or exercise, we often hear about it as a term of punishment for our body. You know, you have to do this because you ate all the good food. Instead, I want you to look at movement as nourishment, as a celebration that your body can move and as a way to take care of your health. So walk easy. There their mission statement is to promote physical movement in a positive way, which is what I love about it. And I get truly bored when I'm walking. And so I need to listen to something and they have different audio guided sessions that you can choose from. So if you're going on a walk because you really need that mental break um, to support your mental health, you can listen to the audio guided session on self-love and improve your self-esteem. You can go on the goal setting walk where you're like, I'm on a mission. I need to get some stuff done. I need to set these goals. Literally, you are killing two birds with one stone. Or you can do the cardio walk and you can go on a really fast walk and burn off steam, which is really amazing and a wonderful opportunity. But on top of that, I know that you're probably someone that struggles with, um, accountability and maybe you're a little competitive and you can actually compete with your friends and your family whoever you would like on getting in movement and so you get to see oh you know Sally Sue got her steps in today so I better make sure I get my steps in today um, keeping that accountability which is so important and 
keeps everybody consistent. I know that if I know one of my friends got her movement in for the day, then I obviously need to support her and go get my movement in as well. So you don't have to have a fancy gadget. You literally, you all have a phone. So you just download it onto your phone and you get all of those benefits right there. The main promise of that app is that you don't need to work out every single day to see the results that you want. So how awesome is that? Because I think we need to really look at movement as a celebration of our body and I love that this app truly helps you do that. So you can just go to the link in the show notes. It'll be right there for you and you can just download it right onto your phone and you can start competing to make sure that you are getting your steps in and getting some movement in and let me know how you like it. Let me know how you enjoy the guided walks. Yeah. And going back and like you, you don't catch things in the moment (laughs) for a long time. Mm -hmm. And that's how you have to retrain. But so what are like, obviously checking in with your body every single day is very, very useful. But like, what are some things that you can do every day kind of just like maybe to help your nervous system expand or help you grow and how you manage things? Because you guys, Managing your stress doesn't make it go away. Like there's still going to be triggers. There's still going to be obnoxious people. There's still going to be um, kids misbehaving. There's still going to be like, I had a client one time where literally her kids just went through one after the other getting sick. One, boom, boom, boom. And then they all got better. And then they all went through another sickness. And she was just like, what on earth? Because, you know, life just doesn't stop because we're trying to get healthy. So <laughs> what can you do? Like what... um what can you do every day maybe to help your everything expand and help you just manage life? Yeah. And I think that's truly the thing. This life thing is never going to go away, but when you start to expand your, I'll say window of tolerance, right? That's your nervous system capacity. So it's your, your window of being able to handle stress. So you want to start increasing that. So you don't have those really high highs, really low lows. So that emotional roller coaster is because you know your window of able able to able able to manage stress is a little bit lower. So like Leah was saying, you're gonna always have it, but it's like how do I not react so much to it? But the things I do is I always do a top down and bottoms up approach. What I mean by that, bottoms up is your body to your brain. So this is the somatics work. This is truly if you check in with your body a few times a day and then start to give it what it needs, that will increase your capacity there. So you can also go online, literally like Google somatics work getting into your body. But if you have high stress levels, I would definitely say work with a practitioner on it because you do need someone to kind of like guide you and you want to go through a reparative process there. So that would be the first step is truly everything that I just went through with understanding where you are and how to move it will help you so so significantly. I don't think we can underestimate how powerful it is to be able to create awareness around our actions. Mm -hmm. And when you bring curiosity to it, not judgment, because we can really easily shame ourselves for like, why did I act that way? Why did I do this? But starting to bring curiosity to it, that will change so, so, so much for you. So that's step one. And then step two, when I say bottoms down, this is your brain to your body. This would be more mindset work. 
So when you were just like in that really anxious state, or maybe there's something coming up, what are your thoughts around it? Because if you are constantly saying to yourself, this is too much, I can't do this, I don't want to do this, it's going to be like so crazy, that thought, like all thoughts create our feelings. That thought will create a feeling of anxiety. That thought will create a feeling of overwhelm. So what are you also doing, and this doesn't have to take long, but to manage your mind around a project, um, a kid's birthday, <laughs> like your next launch, whatever it is that you have coming up, your health. Like right now, are you thinking my health is the worst? It's never getting better. I keep having all these allergic reactions because those mm-hmm. thoughts automatically will create feelings of, I want to give up. <laughs> I'm done with this. I'm never getting better. Or like, of course, this is working. I know this is working slowly, but it's working. Um, I really trust the people I'm working with, or I have evidence this is getting better. It's not where I want it to be, but I have evidence it is a little eeny teeny weeny bit better than it was like those thoughts will transform your whole body your whole way of working Mm -hmm. and it will just literally like help your health I can't I cannot stress this enough your thoughts are so powerful (laughs) and you have to be able to notice what they are and they're just optional sentences in your brain and I know this might sound When I say optional, I'm not saying that they don't automatically pop up. They do. And especially if you're in fight or flight most of your time, they are going to be really negative or worrisome or fast. But then when you look at them and know that they're optional, choose a different one if it's not serving you. Like you really have to ask, are these thoughts truly serving me? And if not, you get to rewire that. You get to say something new. They're just the same as yesterday. They're just telling you something. This may be really, really hard for some people. And this may be a moment where you need to (laughs) realize that we just triggered you and you need to go move your body. Oh, I trigger myself with thoughts. I'm like, I don't know. Don't gaslight myself with that. I get it. But we, I see this all the time, especially with chronic health issues is victim, victim mode. We just like, nobody supports me. Like, I'm not going to do this because my husband doesn't support me. My kids are like crazy. I'm not going to be able to do this. Like I'm horrible at drinking water. I never can go to bed earlier. I never remember to take my supplements. Like these are all thoughts. And it's like, okay, maybe you struggle drinking water. Maybe you wish your husband was more supportive. Maybe you don't get your supplements in, but If you keep telling yourself, oh yeah, I'm really bad at that. Guess what, honey? You're going to stay really bad at it. Yeah. I mean, I deeply get it guys. Like my chronic condition has been the hardest thing I've ever gone through. And it has been five years in the making six now, gosh, but like you, your thoughts create your results and you'll keep proving it yourself. The Mm -hmm. thoughts that Leah just mentioned, they're dorsal thoughts. So even at that point, I'd be like, how do I get curious and add a little energy to my day? Even small humming, even small, small movements and create the identity of a healthy person. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard. Deeply, deeply, I get it. But like when I sit and I visualize being a healthy person, what do I do? I drink water, Mm -hmm. right? I take the actions of a healthy person too. So the thought will trigger your action line too. So you'll be like, okay, if I was a healthy person, what would I do today? I would get my eight hours of sleep. I would prioritize taking the supplements. I would be someone who could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that doesn't mean you don't have tools to help you along the way. Maybe that's sticky notes on your fridge to remind you or alarms on your phone or an accountability partner. We're not saying that it's like you're going to literally visualize yourself being a healthy person and then life is just easy. (laughs) It it doesn't work that way. Right. But if you live with your thoughts of all the negativity and then you also have the body work of being negative, like you're not going to make any progress. You're not going to manage that stress. You're going to continue being, being sick. But if you can start adding the movement, identify where you're at, and then also just change the thoughts. And, you know, the thoughts don't have to be like, I know sometimes people are like, I can't even imagine myself being like truly healed. Like that's almost scarier to me. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it- Oh, sorry, Leah. I was I was gonna say hundred percent. Like that's where, and I, this is what I think you're gonna say. Like the bridge thoughts come in. Like yeah. I couldn't imagine myself being healed, and I was starting to do all this personal development work, and it was like I am healthy, I am happy, I am joyful, and I was like, oh wait, my brain and body do not believe it. So that will just create mm-hmm. cognitive dissonance, and you won't do it. You won't believe it because it's so far fetched. So yeah. like one that I had was I am getting healthier. I can see it's possible to get healthier. I've seen other people get healthier. So yeah, like do not like shame yourself with what we're saying. Like, I can't imagine it. What can you imagine? Can you imagine a possibility? Like what can be a thought that's like one step closer to it? It's not all the way there. You can have 10 thoughts that might get you to the 10th one. So the Mm -hmm. 10th one might be like, I'm super healthy and healed. But your very first one might be, I'm seeing it's possible. Mm -hmm. Then once you get that one down, the second one might be like, I'm getting healthier every day. Yeah. And then you can keep going up that ladder. And all my clients are like, wow, this sounds familiar (laughs) because yes, you may not be at your biggest health goal right now, but if you don't celebrate the wins, even if the win is, I am so consistent taking my supplements now. And I know that's one of my steps I need to do to get healthy. Even if you're like, I see no results. I need see zero results, but like, I'm so consistent with my nutrition and my food. And I've been that way for three weeks. And so that is my first step. And so now what's my next step? Like, I think sometimes we start these things and your health and your mindset are such long journeys. They're not short and we're such fast, um, what is the word? We want results really, really fast. We're impatient on my brain today. And so if we don't like in three weeks, <laughs> I've had a lot of women, for example, um, wanting to get their period back and they'll be like, I'm two weeks into changing my food and my period's not back. And I'm like, you're, you're two weeks into changing your food and your period's been gone for 12 years. <laughs> like two weeks is such a short time frame, And so we have to celebrate and change that mindset of like what is the win here you know like how can we celebrate our mindset so that we're not constantly like I'm just waiting for my period to come back if my period is not here then I'm sorry life is just horrible right it's like somehow we have to find joy in the process because also from like a nervous system state it's like if you bring in the celebration of a little thing it's like ooh, this is safe to celebrate give me more yeah. Or if you're like, this is all horrible. It's like, oh, this is horrible. This is normal. And normal is safety, which is crazy to think. So it'll give you more of that too. I know it's like so crazy to think, but we have to come into the not only mindset wise, oh, I did my supplements, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, what did that feel like actually in your body to feel proud of yourself? Yeah. Cause it, it's saying to your body, wow, like I can feel good. Even if it's for 10 seconds or five seconds, I'm so proud of myself. What does that feel like everyone right now? If I say, I'm so proud of myself, say it out loud. What is the actual feeling that comes in your body versus I'm so mad. When am I going to get like, when is my health going to be better? It feels different. Mm -hmm. And okay. So I have so many clients that are super long-term sickness, like long-term chronic. And I've worked with women who haven't had their period in 12 years. And I've worked with women who've been on birth control for like 25 years. So obviously they haven't had a period. And it's so emotionally like you have to just stay emotionally consistent because you you have two stories that you can choose to tell yourself which is like my period's still not back my digestion still sucks like or you can celebrate every win you have along the way and I can promise you the ones who do the mental work I always tell my clients the ones who get the best results are the ones who like also get support emotionally but if you stay consistent with the mental work and you celebrate those wins, they're the ones that see the results. Like always, 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 always. Because partly your mind, if your mindset is there, you keep yourself consistent, which is huge, you know, and consistency is how you're going to heal. But also your body is not going to heal in an unsafe environment. And if your thoughts are making it unsafe as in like, oh my gosh, this sucks. Or, oh, why is my body doing this? Or why am I depressed? Or why do I want to yell at my kids? Or blah, blah, blah. And it's always against your body, against your body, against your body. I'm sorry, but that's not a safe environment. That's not a safe environment to ovulate. That's not a safe environment for your body to heal because it's like, well, you're trying to kill me (laughs) with your words. Right. Like your cells, like this is, your cells know all this stuff. So if you keep telling it garbage and keep feeding it garbage, like it's like, uh, okay, I'll keep giving garbage back. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's so true. And I, Seb catches me on this all the time. And actually my practitioner caught me on it before I was pregnant with Killian. I was like, oh, you know, my digestion was not great with Landon and I had to work so, so hard. I'm like, so worried it's going to be bad with Killian and I'm going to feel back like to ground zero and it's going to suck. And she goes, well, yeah, if you think that way, of course, it's going to be that way. In the moment I wanted to smack her, like I was just like, you're supposed to tell me what I can do. But it was true. It was true. And I would, I would love to inform everybody that my, my digestion is great. This pregnancy, I even told <laughs> Seb, I was like, this is my biggest flex ever in a pregnancy is my digestion is fabulous. And yes, I did a lot of work beforehand, but also like, I was literally telling myself my digestion is going to be great. This pregnancy, it's going to be great. I have nothing to worry about. It's going to be great. And it really is because I didn't tell myself it was going to suck. So I think it's important. Yeah. I, I think like, as you're listening, really think, are you past focused or future focused? Like, yeah. is the past dictating your future or are you able to be like, nope, this is what it's going to be like. And that doesn't mean to bypass your feelings because though actually the way you heal is truly feeling it. So like, if you feel stress get curious like why is it not just like oh no I'm better (laughs) right like that's not what we're saying but like where do you feel that where is it showing up in your body 
can you sit with it a little bit? Get curious why it is. And I mean, like Leah, I'm going to brag on you for a second because we've been working together so long, but like Leah has the business she has today because she's like, nope, I'm just going to get my mindset right. Like you've worked on that since day one. And like, how do I serve people? How do I keep, you were the queen of consistency, like even from a business standpoint, period. Yeah. No, people ask me that all the time. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I put blinders on and I, and I, and I helped people and I stopped getting in my head and it's always, it's always my head (laughs) whenever I have issues. Um, and that's why I continue to work on this because I can't, I can't hold space and I can't coach my clients because I have clients with some really severe issues. Right. And I have, you know, clients, you know, sometimes with eating disorders or I have clients with severe depression and without these tools, like I'm not a therapist, I'm not coaching them through that, but I can't help them with their health goals. If I don't understand where they are emotionally as well, um, which is really important. And I feel that too, with like my family And my kid, like my, my kids are my family, but anyways, (laughs) I feel that all the time. And even my husband notices a difference for me doing it because he's just like, you know, you don't get high strung over, you know, situations anymore. Like, yeah, you may get frustrated, but like doesn't envelop your life. And I just, I want you to imagine like a place where you're like, oh, wow, like stuff happens. Like I still have bad days. Like I still have like frustrating people and I still like it happens. It yeah, none of it went away. <laughs> I still have horrible mean comment sections on social media. None of it went away. But I can take a step back and then come back with a better perspective. And like that's all we can ask for because then you know, it's not managing our life and you can really heal because you're controlling your thoughts at that point. Yeah. Our circumstances will just always kind of be what they are, but we get to control it in a way. And I know that's really hard with our health. I deeply, deeply get this because it's something I work on every day still until I get back to where I want to be. But what is the alternative? Like we can keep thinking thoughts of like hope and the future and what is truly like calling in and expectancy, what is going to happen or you know, just be kind of down in the dumps about it. And each is welcome because we're all going to go through that at some points, right? You're going to feel the different feelings throughout the day. But I think really we, we get to, we get to choose a bit. Yeah. Which is, uh, I think a sense of like empowerment that you can have too, you know, like it doesn't all have to suck anymore. All empowerment. Yep. Yeah. Choosing your thoughts and change your nervous system state. We get to control that. (sighs) All right. Well, where can the people find you on social media? So I have a new account. It's Heal the Hustle. And you can also probably find me from Kara Baroni as well. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. And one day you'll come oh. out with a podcast. One day. I keep, I know. I keep <laughs> saying it. I will. I will. One day it will happen. Well, thank you very much. Thank you all. Thanks, Leah. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.